0: So, so Russia russia do you even outside of Russia? Yeah,
1: it was intense. And I get to the, I get to the front, I was like, I'm going to mm, I'm gonna give these people a piece of my mind. And I go over to the counter and this dude stands up to greet me as I was approaching the thing. I don't know, he's probably like seven foot, <laughs> 300 pounds, decorated military uniform. I was like, actually, I just want to know where the bathroom is. <laughs> Can you tell me where the bathroom is? Spasiba. And I walk away and that was the end of it. Before
0: we get you to the interview, remember this podcast is brought to you by the Active Life Seminar. We used to travel around the country and people would pay up to $1,500 to fly somewhere, stay in a hotel, buy food, get a rental car, and miss work to take our two-day seminar to learn how to better assess their clients and their members in their gym so they can identify the movement impairments that are going to hold them back, cause them aches, cause them pains, cause them injuries before it happens. The movement assessments that we teach to coaches, the theory and the science behind them leads gym owners who have clients who are joining their gym from other gyms just like it so if you own a crossfit gym a member joins your crossfit gym and they say they've been doing it for the last two or three years you put them through our movement screen and what you're going to hear from them is nobody has ever been that thorough with me before and they love it so this podcast is brought to you by the Active Life Seminar. You can find it on our website. And when you go there, all you got to do is enroll in the next seminar. You can do it from home. Do it from the gym. No hazmat suit. No mask. No touching weird people you never met before. This is your first step to finally turning your passion for fitness into a meaningful and fulfilling career. And we believe that fulfilling means... You have the ability to help all of the clients who you want to help while earning the financial and time freedom to live the life that you want outside of the gym. That's it. I hope to see you at the seminar soon.
1: I know how I'm going to start this unless you have a start.
0: I mean, I have something I want to talk about. But you can start. Go ahead, you start. Cause you, I'm going I'm to keep mine in the back pocket.
1: Do you believe they're going to make a Neuralink suppository version <laughs> or just got to go in a neurosurgeon and puts this in the middle of your brain?
0: I'm going to go ahead and, and suggest that Neuralink is never going to be put in your butt.
1: Okay. So you wanted to talk about something.
0: Most, <laughs> that's all you wanted to know. Yeah. I think most people think with their heads. I think you're of the rare breed who think with their butt.
1: Oh yeah. I'm also the rare breed of people who knows that your fucking nervous system goes all over your body. And you yeah. can think with your head via the suppository. If, if there was a meter on colonic like, innervation.
0: you know, mortal Kombat's coming out with a new movie. No. Okay. Well they are. And you remember, when, do you ever play mortal Kombat as a kid? Yes. Okay. So you know, there's like the bar of health that your that your character has before you're dead or knocked mm-hmm. out, whatever. If we had a credibility bar for active life as a company going across the top screen, every word you use would just be dramatically down, shrinking down, 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 head. down, 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 down.
1: That's uh, Is that the purpose of these?
0: I don't know. I guess so.
1: I wouldn't say purpose. Yeah, it's, say it's a
0: byproduct, side effect. There. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, the, the waste product exactly. <laughs> it's the waste product of what we of what we're doing. This is
1: here. the uh, this is the acid way of our active life Greek yogurt. I don't know if you know about that.
0: I don't. Go ahead. and Talk right. about acid way. Acid
1: way is a horrendously uh, environmentally destructive byproduct of making Greek yogurt. Where does it it's go? Unusable, and it just gets fucking dumped.
0: What about uh like Siggy's Icelandic yogurt?
1: I don't know if it's made the same way. See it's good stuff though, isn't it? I, I mean
0: I don't really eat much yogurt, but my Scoot.
1: I yeah. would love a Nordic person to tell me if I'm pronouncing that correctly.
0: I listened to a podcast on our friend Chris Williamson's show the other day, Modern Wisdom, mm-hmm. where he had a Scottish a Scottish man talking about uh stoicism. And it just it felt like the biggest comical juxtaposition ever. It was a good podcast, but every, every time I've ever heard somebody speak in a Scottish accent, it's been in a war movie where they've been angry and like persecuted.
1: I, dude, I love the Scottish accent.
0: Yeah. Well listen to somebody speak in Scottish about stoicism and it's, it's, it's for me at least it was interesting. Take it more to, or less seriously in the beginning. It was you know, hard you know, to take you it know seriously.
1: Accents can really button down. Yes. How seriously. Take something. Yeah.
0: In the beginning it was, it was harder to take it seriously. I was like, this guy should be wielding a big sword at some other bearded man running across an open field. That's, that's what Scottish people do. But then I realized that that's just my, my movie experience. Mm. Mm. What did you say? Scottish. Scottish? I, oh, is that like, I guess it's like racist, but against Scottish people he due to my lack of things, experience. He
1: usually says things that make me laugh that are intelligent. That wasn't and one he them. just threw himself off. A All right, so
0: I have a question for you that has actually been burning in me for a long time. And I've, I've always kind of been looking for the best opportunity to ask it. And I feel like this is the best. I have
1: one. no idea. What this
0: I know is you don't. Wow. I know you don't. First, this is not the question, but right now are your socks matching?
1: No, uh, no, no, they're not.
0: Okay. Can you hold them up for the camera to see, please?
1: Do you want me to take them off?
0: No, you can Let keep your take socks take on. Just v- v- show, up. show people your socks. Okay. So, one of the things I've always found interesting is when, when we've talked about, like, why don't your socks match? What's your, what's your answer? I,
1: uh, frankly, because I don't have the executive function skills to keep them all together in a thing, in okay. a drawer. I don't match them. I'm not taking the time to match them after to get out of laundry. I'm not folding them, I'm not coupling them. I'm putting them all in a drawer. I'm opening the drawer and then I'm taking two out.
0: Okay. So why don't you just buy all the same socks that all match each other?
1: At this point, I do.
0: Okay. That was the question. Yeah. That was the question. So you don't think it'd be worth it to, like, one time? But I don't
1: buy socks. All of my socks are gifts at this point. You
0: have, uh, you're telling me, I don't remember
1: the last time I bought socks, but
0: hold on. So you're telling me that that people regularly gift you socks, No,
1: but they ought to, because my socks don't last two weeks.
0: Okay. So then what you're telling me is you're either walking around in a bunch of socks that have holes in them
1: Mm -hmm.
0: or wait, is that just a yes?
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not crazy about it, but I'm not going to buy new socks.
0: Is there a brand you would like?
1: Sam and I Sam and I already have this arrangement. Every fifteen posts that I help her edit, she's gonna buy me a pair of socks.
0: Do you need a faster rush of new socks than, than Sam can I told it. her
1: that. I told her she should start working a little harder. So I will I can put get them the socks. I will
0: put them into your, your compensation package for next month. What's your favorite sock brand?
1: Um Stance and Pair of Thieves are the only ones that make socks that don't rip in two weeks.
0: That's that's probably untrue, but if those are the two brands that you like
1: And I are- would get the um not the you know the the dress ones. The uh, performance socks are really the way to go.
0: The performance socks. What I would like you to do is send me a link of one of the socks that you would like, and I will buy you enough to have enough of those socks be the socks that you wear every week. As if you don't get paid enough to buy them for yourself, but I know you won't. So I'm going to buy them for you. Is that cool? Yeah. Great. I'm glad we had that discussion.
1: So speaking of um, good, good socks and... uh The vacation that I never told you guys about.
0: Oh, yeah. This is the one to Nick where you slept on the floor in the half built time That's right.
1: So second to last day, I'm with my friend Holly. Uh, She works in the Phillies. Uh, If any of you guys want to find her, you won't because a lot of people work on the Phillies. Uh, And I just bought my first- Not
0: Not a lot of female strength coaches working for the Phillies, though.
1: Well, cat's out of the bag now. Yep. So I bought my first pair of snowboarding socks. Really, really good pair from Stance. Goes halfway up the calf. They're warm. They're the perfect amount of thickness to be tough and warm, but also that they don't feel like you're bunched up in a boot. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we stay in a eight by ten foot cabin, cedar. No electricity runs through this whatsoever. It's away from the. It's legit, and it's twenty feet away from a creek and a mountain all the stars, all the cougars and bears that are looking at you and you don't know. It's awesome. That sounds fun. Oh, it's great. And there's a wood burning stove inside. It's awesome, man. Like there's wood. You got to light the thing. And then in five minutes, the cabin goes from negative 20 to 105 and you have to open the window and it's just beautiful. You get to look at a fire as you're going to sleep. It's cool. Um, the next morning I decide I should start a fire, just warm this place up. And, uh, you know, we could sit and drink coffee. There's a wood, whatever it is. And, uh, it's freezing. I get up and it's 28 degrees, and I'm scurry over my underwear to go start lighting this thing up. And um, the metal is cold, very, very cold to the touch. And I figure I have cold, wet clothing that's Hang hanging on. right now.
0: I'm sorry, I have to ask because I'm trying to decide what kind of underwear you're wearing as you walk over to scurry. And is it like, are we talking tidy whiteies, boxers, boxer oh, briefs? No,
1: red thong. Red thong. And was kind of. T- <laughs> Whatever you want to imagine, all right. No, I didn't. I've I deliberately the, didn't tell people. I'm, I'm
0: imagining that your boxer brief, because I think that briefs. Put it this just way be-
1: my 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 boxers <laughs> are black jockeys that are as tattered, if not more tattered, than my socks. Okay, I'm
0: not buying you underwear too.
1: Okay, so walk over, and um, the stove is cold, and I load this thing with the newspaper, and then the kindling, and then the logs, and I light, and I figure it's genius. I'm going to put my cold, wet clothing on top of the stove to just warm it and dry it in the four minutes while the stove is heating up, I'm going to take it off. Is
0: that where right? the smoke comes out?
1: What smoke. No, no, no. There's a flue that goes directly okay. out of the thing. Yeah. So, so I, would,
0: I-, I would have thought that's a reasonable thing to do.
1: Yeah. smart. one of the best studies I've ever had. So I put jeans, my brand new stance socks that are wet and cold, and um, my favorite $90 Patagonia flannel on there. Mm-hmm. And The red one? No, I don't own a red shirt. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. No? So anyway, I go outside then to just stand and just look at the creek in my underwear just to have cold air around while this thing's warming up. A hundred seconds later, <laughs> the smoke alarm in the cabin is going off and I turn around and there's smoke billowing out of the cabin and all of my clothes are on fire. <laughs> all of my clothes are How on fire. How did that happen? Because it went from zero to 500 degrees in no time. And the heat literally just lit my clothing on fire. From sitting on top? From sitting on top of the cast iron wooden stove. Wow. And I get it all out. I guess I, that's not child friendly, huh? No. And I start, just, I just put it in the snow and then I'm taking newspaper and I'm standing at the entrance of the cabin, just like fanning <laughs> all the snow out in my underwear in 20, 28 degrees, whatever it is, until it all opens up. And then, you know, that's the end of it. And so- I, now all my clothes are ruined. And I got one stand sock left. And this is how we get to where we are. And full circle. So,
0: did you, like, was that all the clothes you brought on the trip?
1: Yeah, that was it. The rest of the trip, I was just, I was on the plane, boxers, tattered. You were, you were literally socked.
0: wearing clothes that had been burned the rest of the trip? No,
1: I threw them all out. So, I was just on the plane in boxers with no other clothes because those were the only clothes I took on the trip. Of got course it. not.
0: God, I see.
1: No, so those were gone. No are gone, though.
0: I didn't sense the sarcasm. Where was that? Where was that cabin?
1: That was at Moose Creek Lodge in, uh, outside Victor, Idaho. Sounds cool. Very, very cool.
0: What I, what I actually job. think, what, what I want to talk about there actually
1: just is just, so you know, Idaho residents will tell you don't go there. Why? Cause it's fucking beautiful.
0: So, oh, they don't want you to love it right. stay? Okay. So what I actually find really cool about that is you were overnight in a cabin with a female friend who you have a platonic relationship with and nobody died. Yeah. Why is it so hard for people to do these days?
1: I don't know, man. Well, I think it's because I don't because I think relationship is a skill that's really, really hard. Mm -hmm. And jealousy is deep in in the human brain. And I don't think jealousy or envy. Which one do you think it's jealousy? The difference between jealousy and envy is that and you when you envy, you want something that someone else has. Jealousy is around fear of loss. Most people don't know the difference between those two, and they use no, jealous that's, all the time. That's when why I mean asked. Envy. envy is when you want something someone else has. Jealousy is when you're afraid of losing something. So, to give you guys an to example, somebody else, correct. So, the relationship example is perfect. If you are single and you see a couple that you're inspired by, you can be envious of your friend's partner. Mm-hmm. If you are in a relationship and your girlfriend meets this awesome dude, and you're like, oh shit, you awesome, mm-hmm. fuck, you're you're jealous of how much she loves this dude. And you're afraid that you're going to lose her to him. Mm -hmm. So I think jealousy is one of the hardest things that we could ever, ever overcome. And I have long thought about like, if my girlfriend just decided like she loves this person and she just wants to start spending a ton of time and eventually wants to leave me for him. Like I've always thought about how hard that is and how much jealousy prevents us from being able to enjoy, ourselves and our relationships and other people's relationships. And I thought to myself, like if you are not jealous, you're clearly a more advanced, you're just better. You're better. If you could just not be jealous, there's no question about that for me. It's just hard. I agree. Uh, And I think that it prevents a lot of people from doing that. But I
0: agree. um, It's, it's, it's it's definitely a hard thing.
1: I intentionally work really hard on that. And my girlfriend does. And that's how it happened without us dying. It was cool. It was great. That is cool.
0: Um, and was there a real bed in there or just a half full of mattress there stairs? No, too? it was
1: a real bed. And she had the most atrocious digestive issues the entire trip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she's thrilled to listen to Fuck us. it, she knows. And I slept an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> because it literally woke me up. <laughs> Dude, I was joking. I was joking. <laughs> I tried burying my face <laughs> in the pillow. It didn't work. I open. I opened the what door. What did you eat? No, it's not what I ate. It's what she ate. What did she? Eat? My digestion's impeccable. Hers is problematic.
0: <laughs> Says the guy who told me that you were literally going to shit in your pants because I got you a vegetarian lunch one day and you hadn't eaten vegetables in a while.
1: Just listen, we don't have to have a dietary conversation right now, but. So
0: wait, what happened in seminar? After I don't the poke know what bowl? you guys are talking about. Get a pokeball? What?
1: Two o'clock in the morning. You were
0: up the whole night from eating a. Pumpkin. Two o'clock in
1: the morning, I open the cabin because I'm literally asphyxiating.
0: <laughs> totally avoiding totally his own issues here. Go ahead.
1: Opening the cabin door because I can't breathe. <laughs> and she's like, you're not going to leave the door open. I was like, well, two, one of two things are going to happen right now. You are either going to spend the rest of the night outside or I'm going to open the door. Attracting, until it, attracting the coyotes. It doesn't the- smell like a, a dead animal. Mm-hmm. And um, Yeah. So that was my experience in that real bed that you were talking about.
0: <laughs> sounds like this was a great, great <laughs>
1: phenomenal night.
0: The whole trip sounds great. it was. From Nick's air mattress that doesn't fill to Holly Fart and Onion.
1: That was great. Yeah. The whole thing was awesome.
0: Okay. It sounds, like a good- a lot- yeah, <laughs> sounds amazing. It sounds like, um, I don't know, you don't have kids. And I know we've talked about why you don't have kids yet or or won't have kids or whatever it might be. I'll never forget we were traveling to Florida over, um, like one of those president's weeks, like the, the standard, like New Yorkers fly to Florida this week. So they charge you three times. And on the way home, our flight was delayed by like half an hour. So like, yeah, we'll, we'll still go at the same time. You get there, it's delayed another half an hour. They delayed our flight seven hours, half an hour at a time. I had a, an infant, a two-year-old and a four-year-old with us. And no matter what we did, it was like whack-a-mole. One of them were your kids there too. Yeah. (laughs) Those are my three kids at the time. It was like playing whack-a-mole for child feces. (laughs) They like, they brought the airline was like, Hey, we're going to make this right for you. I'm like, no, you're fucking not. You, you are. Yeah. The way to make this right is to put us on the plane and land us safely in New York you're not doing that. You're telling me every 30 minutes that I just have to wait another 30 minutes, which is not the truth. So they brought pizza for everybody. And for whatever reason, my kids did not have a great response to that pizza. And it was like one kid's it's, it's airport pizza. What do you expect? I, yeah, you're not wrong. But it was, it was one kid's pooping the next kids pooping the next kids pooping and then it was back to the beginning and, and then the it was first
1: you and then it was kim and then well then we parents. ran out of
0: diapers got it we ran out of diapers and we were we we went to the airline we're like hey we need diapers and it was it felt like i was a thief in the show money heist on netflix because everybody, like all of the parents who had young kids and everybody on this flight had young kids, went to the desk and was like demanding child care products. And they actually sent somebody out to the store who came back with diapers, cream, all kinds of stuff so that we could take care of our kids, which is how we knew we were fucked and there was no way we were getting on the plane in 30 minutes.
1: It's an impressive response, by the way.
0: It was a very impressive response. Good job, Delta, with that. With that, oh, part Delta that. crushes. Sometimes.
1: No, I've never had a bad experience on Delta.
0: Well, that's because you haven't delayed a half an hour at a time. Because I don't kids. have
1: three kids yet. All right
0: it's not that much fun if you don't have three kids to get delayed seven times or seven hours.
1: I was flying back uh, to New York from Israel. And this was the one out of the 10 times that I've been, hmm. sorry, two, one of the two out of 10 times that I've been that I actually have gone with my dad. And he decided that he wanted to fly Aeroflot, the Russian airline, because he thought it would be cool to save 90% on the ticket and stop over in <laughs> 90- Moscow. <laughs>
0: There's all 90%? For those of you
1: guys who don't love the, the map, it's go a million miles in this direction to come back 900,000 miles in the other direction to yeah. get to where you want to go. Yeah, Moscow seems like a way overshoot. Ridiculous. So on the way back- no,
0: But seriously, that's like flying from- Like, like you're, you're going to LA, so you land in New York. Yeah.
1: Okay. It's horrible. It's a total like waste you, of time.
0: You're from Hawaii to LA, but instead you go Hawaii to New York to LA. There's
1: nothing redeeming about it. Right. Okay. Nothing. So, well, 90%. Well, yeah, but I, you know what? After this, no. Okay. Nothing redeeming about okay. it. I, I'll spend 200% to not do this again. Mm-hmm. So uh, we stop in Moscow, and I don't like anything about this. It's 2 o'clock in the morning, and Who it's was president? Putin. No, so, of the United States. At the oh, don't know. Okay. So-
0: um, <laughs> Was it in the last four years? Who
1: were the last three presidents? And then I get to, maybe I'll <laughs> Trump. Was the,
0: Trump was the last four years. I was Obama?
1: I was Obama? I was Obama? Okay. So we get there, and uh, we, there's a little shuttle that's taking us from a plane. It's a blizzard, negative 15 outside, getting into the airport. And my dad asked the shuttle driver in Russian. She's like, "So how's Putin doing?" And this is just the beginning of this conversation with this guy. And he goes, "Your dad speaks Russian." Yeah. And he goes, "Great." And that was the end of the conversation. And I imagine, and I don't think that the 85% approval rating, uh, is because everyone is stoked about it. Right. So anyway, I get in the middle of things, two o'clock in the morning in this airport in Moscow, and we need to get our connecting flight to, to New York. I'm sorry. Yeah. We need to get our connecting flight to New York, but we have to stop over uh, in this one little city, wherever it is. So there's two flights on our way to New York and they get us on the plane. They get us on the plane connections everywhere mm-hmm. are fucked up because of the weather. And like, "Nah, just just go. It'll, it'll it'll be there. We'll get you there." And we find out after getting on this plane that they knew the whole time that there was no connection waiting for us. They just wanted to get us out of the airport <laughs> and keep our money in the system from having taken the flight.
0: So, how did you get to Israel?
1: I waited a long amount of time for another flight the next day. They were just like, eh, it'll be fine. Your plane's waiting for you when you get there. Not at all true. Where was there? Um, some European country, I don't remember. That's amazing. Some European city. Yeah, it was insane. They just, so, crooks. So, <laughs> total crooks.
0: So so Russia russia do you even outside of Russia? Yeah.
1: It was intense. And I get, to the, I get to the front. I was like, I'm going mm, to give these people a piece of my mind. And I go over to the counter. And this dude stands up to greet me as I was approaching the thing. I don't know, he's probably like seven foot, <laughs> 300 pounds, decorated military uniform. I was like, actually, I just want to know where the bathroom is. <laughs> Can you tell me where the bathroom is? Spasiba. And I walk away. And that was the end of it. It's
0: like uh, you probably haven't seen the movie Frozen.
1: I have. You have. I watched Frozen 1 and 2 back to back on my projector.
0: So I imagine that you were like Kristoff giving the guy in the, in the shop a hard time and he stands up and he's like, are you calling me a liar? And he's the end of that. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Except Christoph got thrown out on his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know about that. I get to be Christoph. Also,
1: this guy didn't have pupils and then an eye color. It they were just black circles. I don't understand. They were just, you know how people have eye colors yeah, yeah. and then the middle there's a pupil. It's black.
0: So is this guy just high on cocaine?
1: I don't know, but this guy I just think this is how he was born. His eyes were just black. They were just circles of just abyss.
0: That's interesting. Yeah. All right. So something that I forgot to do that I need to confess right now is the first podcast episode we did like this. We picked a winner of a contest Mm. to win a free T-shirt. And I announced her name. I sent her a DM. And then I forgot all about it. Which is not surprising if you know me. I forgot everything I was supposed to do after the fact. So that person has not received t-shirt
1: well this is this is the same fundamental skill set and energy allocation that causes me to not buy new socks it's the same it's just not priority we got to prioritize it i need the socks we got to get this person their t t-shirt right speaking of t-shirts we have a new winner this week
0: we do i want to hear about it
1: his name is alex robinson my Uh, man in canada he's a uh, student of ours
0: alex robinson yeah And uh how did he win that t-shirt
1: well he responded to the uh to the thing answer him
0: from last time. Got yeah. it. Okay. So I imagine nobody wrote you anything funny and made fun of you for it. No, because my, my, my phrasing it was, was so much worse. than. I was yours. bracing myself for much worse than yeah, answer him. And I just couldn't, I was couldn't, like, fuck, he's going to kill me right now. I didn't have anything. I haven't made fun of people in so long. I lost that skill.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, it's hard coming back from years of being an incorrigible bully. I,
0: <laughs> I suppose so. So do we want to have another contest this week? What, what do you think?
1: I got nothing. All right. So
0: here, what'd you say? Of course, yes.
1: All right. We have to clear says we have to.
0: Okay. So what we need then here, here's what we're going to do. You're not nothing so far. right. That's <laughs> true. It's cost us nothing so far. Cause you don't send prizes to winners. <laughs> we will send a prize. Here's the deal. Hashtag scam. It's not a hashtag scam. Here's the deal to win the prize this week. What you need to do is leave a review on the podcast, on Apple Podcasts app. You need to leave a review and we will look at the reviews between the date that this podcast airs and the date of the next podcast. And we will pick the person who gave us the best review. Now, when I say the best review, I don't necessarily mean the, you were the most glowing about our podcast. Just the one that we felt like, what'd you say? It could be. It could be that. Uh, You can, you know, come placate and tell us how great we are. But it could also just be that you said something valuable, something insightful, something that was actually believable, whatever it might be. And what I want you to do is when you make your podcast review, in order to make sure that we have access to contact you, take a screenshot of the review that you left and DM it to Larry. It's because I don't want to sort through that shit, but I want you to.
1: Can I offer an alternate uh, form of entry? Why? All right, we'll stick with this one. I got a better one for next week or okay. next month.
0: A better one, huh? Mm. All, all
1: right. Month
0: of March. So we have a whole month of March, right? Is that what you just said?
1: A whole month so, of March for the best review.
0: The best review. That doesn't, like, again, best is, is your own version of best. Translation,
1: something we can screenshot and send to Joe Rogan. Right. So right, right. he wants us on there.
0: Right. That's how, I think that's how he chooses guests these days. He looks for screenshots. Well, he scrolls podcasts. through all his own DM.
1: I imagine yeah, right. it's just right. like that. You guys would be a double guest. We <laughs>
0: would be...
1: What about you being on Joe Rogan?
0: How would that work out? If we were on Joe Rogan? I would love that. I think it'd be great. I think I we'd we do well together, too. I happen to think we would do well together. I
1: would love that, man.
0: There's some people on... like, I imagine... Um, I'm just thinking about being on Joe Rogan with like somebody other than you and, and just how that would go compared to being on it with you.
1: Yeah, well, I make you look good.
0: You do make me look good. Yeah, I appreciate that. You're welcome. Someone needs to. My wife does too.
1: Don't know why I felt like uh, saying this, but uh, I've been on a haiku rampage lately. Let's hear one. Finding out that I actually destroy it.
0: My haiku <clears throat> my haiku career peaked in fifth grade. Uh, I literally have, I wrote a really good one. haven't written one since. Dude,
1: I'm at the base of my Mount Everest. Let's hear it. it no. Oh, no, let me hear uh, one. This is to, for the next episode. Okay. Don't make them wait a month. See yeah. you guys out there. Well,
0: I, I, okay.
1: No, go ahead. What do you got?
0: I wonder if people know what a haiku is.
1: A haiku. So, a haiku is a uh, form poetry that is three lines. It's great if uh, you don't like sitting down and writing a lot of poetry. Except
0: it's word economy. Check so, it's it not that great. No,
1: it's amazing. Five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables. Mm-hmm. It's good, man. It's good. It's so simple. And. You're going to find a lot of creativity that you didn't know you had, and uh, you're going to save a lot of uh, time, ink, and paper.
0: Next month, we are going to share one haiku each on the podcast.
1: (laughs) Bro, I'll share 10 each.
0: No, we're going to do one each, and we're going to let the guests vote on who has a better haiku. The
1: the next entry, well, you don't want to enter that competition. I'm going to read my fifth grade haiku. The next entry is going to be, well, I'll tell you when we get there. All right, see you guys out there.
0: I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Active Life Podcast. If you did, please be sure to head to wherever you listened to it and give us a quality review as well as five stars if you can spare them. If you want more from us, feel free to follow all of our social media accounts at Active Life Professional, Active Life Rx, and Dr. Sean pastuch on Instagram. Remember, at Active Life, we believe that the healthcare clinic of the future is the gym and the healthcare provider of the future is the coach. We also believe that that future is now.